1: Culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision.
0: This is Andrew McLennan. We are joined again today by a very special guest, Mark Stevens, who has appeared on our program before. He achieved childhood stardom on a TV show across Australia called Young Talent Time. He then graduated to the TV show Neighbours, embarked on a career change into the UK as a singer and performer, and In a journey of darkness involving drugs and excessive living, he found Jesus in the UK. Well, Mark joins us again today to give us the remainder of his life story about what God has done in his life since his salvation in the 1990s. Mark Stevens, welcome.
1: Great to be here, Andrew. Thank you for having me and uh, good to be a part of Vision Christian Radio again. Hello to all the listeners.
0: Mark, the interview last time with you was so good. I needed to get you back again because I just enjoyed hearing your story about how you met Jesus and you were struggling with drugs and just all sorts of craziness. And, you know, that's all good and well, Mark. But I love the story after that as well In when people tell their stories. So what sort of a journey did God take you on after you met Jesus for the first time?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, leading up to that, to that point, as I said last time, I said I was in a really dark place, caught in addiction, and I'd had a lot of you know highs and lows, more lows than highs. Um, so you know, by the age of 26, I was uh, you know caught in a cycle of drug addiction, heroin, uh, taking heroin, and alcoholism, and it was a really dark time in my life. Um, but yeah, after my salvation, I I instantly got involved. Uh, In church, my ex-girlfriend, I got saved at her house. My ex-girlfriend was a part of Hillsong London. So she introduced me to the pastors and leaders of Hillsong London. And uh, I quickly became involved in in church life. Um, On the flip side of that, I got myself a normal job. I hadn't really ever had a normal job. So I started uh, to become a waiter in an Italian restaurant. In London. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, God really humbled my heart. Can, and can I, I did, ask,
0: though, when you were waiting in that London yeah. restaurant, did people recognize you? Did you ever get, um, you know, patrons of the restaurant yeah, saying, man, are you Mark Stevens? Did that happen?
1: That happened. That happened uh, quite often. So, it, but, but you know what? I mean, God really humbled my heart, and um, I would have done anything for him. And, you know, I, I knew that I was called to ministry pretty quickly, so... I really wanted to rebuild my life. So getting a normal job just paid the bills and and uh, I worked part-time so that I could give a lot of my time to the things of God and to church, you know, serving in church. So I stayed in, in at London Hillsong for nearly a year and then had the opportunity to travel to Sydney, Australia for the Hillsong Conference. And uh, of course, a lot of the Folks back home in Australia knew about my history in television, and quickly kind of gathered around me to to help me in that season of my life. And I ended up staying in Sydney for nearly four years, a part of Hillsong in Sydney. so and again was just rebuilding my life.
0: Yeah, so you obviously walked out of the old life into the new and God carried your way to do that. and but fast forward, Mark, um you ended up back in the UK and 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 what, happened in your life when you got back into the UK?
1: Yeah, I mean, I met I met a beautiful Yorkshire lass in Sydney. Her dad was the pastor and leader of Abundant Life Church, now called Life Church, in Bradford. Uh, he's a guy called Paul Scanlon. You, some people might recognize his name. Great pastor, great leader. And, um, yeah, so he brought his whole family to Sydney uh, to be a part of the conference, and I met one of his uh, daughters fell in love ended up moving back to the uk to bradford up in yorkshire to marry her in um when did i come over november of 2000 was when i moved over so more than 20 years ago and um you know we dated for a couple of years got engaged and and married so was that so you married the vicar's <laughs> daughter huh Married the vicar's daughter. Yeah, I mean, I moved over. Op- I moved over to the UK and I worked in a bank for uh, a year. I mean, a musician in a bank is a scary thought. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and and then Beth's dad uh, asked me on staff during that time and said, "Look, come and work uh, in the in the music realm." And so I, I became a creative director and really grew into that role over the course of you know uh, 11 years I was on staff there and we just did a lot of different stuff you know that was similar to Hillsong in terms of Sunday church events albums recordings touring uh, we had a worship academy we we were teaching training and all that kind of stuff so I did that that was my kind of training camp my boot camp really for ministry. Yeah, but even before that, it sounds like you
0: went from the, you know, obviously, I think you were discovered at 13, you said, and put onto a national TV show, which was huge. It's hard for people to remember these days, I think, Uh, but the TV shows in the 80s and the early 90s, they were massive. They were nationwide. There was no internet, no YouTube, and they had large audiences, and you were exposed at the age of 13, and then to be on Neighbours, which at its peak had 21 million viewers in the U.K., every week, yeah. and I, I guess for you, you really had to walk down a path of humility, like you said, work, working as a waiter, working in a bank, I guess God just really stripped away all of that ego and all that pride in your life.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I went to the top of the mountain in in many ways at a young age and I looked over it and I, I, I saw that it couldn't give me what I needed, um, so I went on the quest of, of saying, of crying out, you know, there must be more than this. I mean, if if fame can't fulfill me, if money can't fulfill me, if alcohol and addiction and a promiscuous life can't fulfill me in the way that I need, you know, what is it? Uh, and then, of course, I had my encounter with Christ and recognized that that he was the one I needed. Um so that, so my faith, it 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 overtook everything. It kind of eclipsed my faith and my love and my passion for Jesus and the church just eclipsed everything. And I knew that I was called to ministry. So I guess it was just a fact of uh, working my salvation out and growing in the things of God so that I could could let God open the doors for me.
0: Brilliant. And you've done that time, like you said, working for your father-in-law in in that large church in in Bradford there in the north of England. And I want to fast forward to today, Mark, what is burning in your heart today, you and your wife? Like, where is God taking you now? What's God doing through your life now?
1: Well, like you, Andrew, we, we planted a church. Uh, we recently uh, laid that down, handed it over uh, at the end of last year. Um, God, I don't know. God just stirred my heart to not just work into one work, but to you know give all that I'd learned to multiple ministries and multiple churches so um for this year i've been going out to is to inspire teach equip help uh you know the worship community community predominantly and the creative community Um, i'm also forming a worship academy But I've also just birthed a new ministry called Sound of Change, which is a a collective of a group of people whose lives have been transformed by Christ, who, I mean, we're in a new season, aren't we, globally? You know, this is a new era. So we're trying to give voice to this new season, this new era that we are in. And we're starting a conversation about that through Sound of Change. And we're doing live events as well. so I'm doing multiple things uh, at the moment, but my whole heartbeat is to work into the church and further the kingdom of God.
0: Yeah, I love that name. Sounds of change. That sounds so cool.
1: <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's a new thing, and it won't just be you know a solo mission. This is going to be a collection of like-minded individuals who are saying. Essentially the same thing, but are saying it in different ways. You know, I want to get disruptors involved in Sound of Change who are out there on the fringes, out there on the edges, edge who are who are really breaking through into new places and who, who are understanding, you know, the season and the time and the hour that we are in and, and are giving voice to that. So I think a new sound is emerging. Um you know in every facet across the world god is repositioning people god is realigning people god is you know has turned the page and we are we are in a new era it's evident you know
0: yeah if i was to ask you what three words summarize the you know what's behind the sounds of change what would those three words be
1: well i, I probably couldn't boil it down to three words, but it's all about giving voice, uh, bringing clarity, and being a prophetic voice uh, to this generation. Um, Well, that's three words, and that uh, makes a lot
0: of sense. So having a voice, having clarity in your voice, and having a word for now from God, that's, that's, that's a great summary right there
1: absolutely but doing that through every modern means available and doing that through music and creativity and also through communication i mean i'm just i'm just partnered with leeds united football club and yorkshire police over here they are launching a new initiative into high schools across the region uh, called positive choices so you know that's something that i'll be doing as well you know talking to young people in high schools about the pitfalls Uh, of life and and speaking into their, you know, being a voice for them as well. So that's an exciting thing that's just about to happen.
0: That's very exciting. And is it being funded by the Leeds Football Club or are you actually ministering to the players and the support staff around the Leeds Club as well?
1: No, it's being funded by them. Uh, It was the Yorkshire Police came up with the initiative and got the funding through Leeds United. They said, look, we want to partner with this. So there's a group of uh, guest speakers that go into high schools, over 100 high schools here in this region. So, man, I'm really looking forward to it, to to speak to all of these young people and tell them about what I'm doing and, and hopefully get them on board. We'll see.
0: Well, what a great harvest, hey? That many schools, that many kids. How many? What's the average yeah. size school, would you say, like population? How many kids would be in each one of those schools, would you say?
1: Well, my kids are in a high school just down the road, and I'm just going to do the school run uh, Eminently, um, but uh, so yeah, eighteen hundred people are at their school, so it's a big school. And you times that by hundred,
0: yeah, so that's say two thousand and a hundred schools. That's two hundred thousand teenagers that potentially you'll be speaking to.
1: Absolutely, man. So I've got my work cut out for me, Andrew. Do you want to
0: come and help? I do, geezer. I do. <laughs> Maybe I can do a little <laughs> bit of rapping. You know, what do you think? Yo, 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 yo! <laughs> give it up! Give it up! Give it up! Yeah. yeah,
1: come on,
0: come on. Or, or maybe <laughs> I could just do the volume for you on your speaker. What do you think? You know, <laughs> uh, well, adjust the volume a little it. bit. You <laughs> could do more than that. Hey, Mark, I'd love it. It's so encouraging. Like I said, I mean, I'm all for hearing testimonies, but you know, you and I have been around the Christian world long enough that sometimes you hear these incredible salvation stories, and then the people fizzle after a couple of years, and it's sad. But your story is strong. Yeah. It's solid. It's consistent. It's coming up to 30 years now since you first met Jesus, and you're more in love with him now than you ever were. You're serving him. You've got a heart to serve him and his people. So encouraging to hear your story, Mark. I want to thank you so much for joining us today. I also want to alert people to your website, so if they want to connect with you more, or maybe there's someone listening, even in Australia. We're across Australia. There may be a church or ministry in Australia that would like Mark Stevens to come and help them as well as a consultant, as a speaker, as a leader. He he just blesses churches with all of his years of experience. And his website is markstevenshome.com. That's markstevens with a V-E-N-S home dot com. He's also got Facebook and Instagram pages. And through those uh, channels, people can connect to you, can't they, Mark, and, uh, and, and potentially allow you to come and visit and, and be a blessing to their lives and their ministries.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yep. You've got the right address there. All the details uh, are there. You can find me, connect with me, and it would be a privilege and an honor to to help serve and encourage you on your journey. That's what I'm called to do. So well, anyway, Matt, it's been a, been a blessing to catch up with you, Andrew.
0: Likewise, Mark. And this is not the last, mate. This is uh, just another one of our conversations. Looking forward to the next one. And you have a great day there in the UK.
1: Thanks, mate.